Hey guys, it's the MI Ice Guys. Chaz and Steph uh, tuned in to tell you about our ice fishing adventures and talk about what the heck is happening. I know it's been weather. a hot minute. It's been a hot minute since we've been on. And basically because we didn't want to sound like bummers saying there's no ice. Because everybody read on every forum and the guys that are still on Facebook tell me that, yeah, everybody's like, bring a boat. <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, we said, Steph's boat's buried. Winterized uh, and put away for walleye season. We were talking about uh, his dad has a nice little aluminum paddle boat. It's a little mini pontoon thing with a seat on the front and seat on the back. And we were thinking one of us sits on the front, one sits on the back. We'll go paddle out into uh, his lake and get some fishing in but as luck would have it we were able to uh head north yeah headed and, north up to cadillac hit the cadillac area mm -hmm. uh ice was okay uh there were guys out there with vehicles uh the side by sides i was thinking it was a little iffy for that but uh the, some of them were out there yeah there are a couple Qu of sleds out there and some quads and some crazy electric bike with a ski on the front ski on the front and a track on the back and this guy mm -hmm. was just he wasn't fishing he was just whizzing around on the lake but <laughs> what a sight that was he should have been running pizza delivery <laughs> something <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh yeah we got out and we fished uh we we put in a good uh seven hours on the ice oh yeah and uh walked uh i think your pedometer said something like Two plus, maybe two and a half miles. Yeah, about two and a half miles. It was crazy. Uh, we were out there. We were running and gunning, man. We were scanning, drilling holes, checking. Steph had the live scope going. I had the Markham going. And we, we couldn't were find putting in the effort to try to find them. We were looking at weed beds and we got it along, mad. worked our way out. and Oh, yeah. Caught Except lots of little were, ones. Could not find yeah. the big ones that day no size to him nope i think i caught a bluegill that i could recognize as a bluegill it was about one inch long <laughs> i got numerous two inch perch i yep. got uh some i think the biggest fish i got all day was like four and a half inches and it was one of the very first ones i got that while we they just got smaller the further out we went smaller but, man, there were a lot of people out there enjoying the ice. I mean, it was yeah. like shantytown. That parking Pugs. was packed. I was like, and that wasn't even enough for a Friday. Yeah, that was a Friday. We didn't even go out there on Saturday. We decided we'd uh, pull the trigger and go on Friday and try and beat the crowds a little bit. It was it was rough. But the good news is it's getting colder. Yes. And uh, forecast is looking promising here in the next couple of weeks. That ice is creeping south. Center of the state's a little better than the uh, edges out towards the big lakes. Big lakes are going to still hold a little warmth and, uh, you know, things like Muskegon Lake and Makatawa and stuff. I don't know if they're going to freeze because I don't think Lake Michigan's going to freeze. And that's a lot of move, moving water in and out of there that uh, I don't think is going to just get it going. So uh, we want to just remind you. Be careful when yeah. you're out there. 
I know be safe out time. there. Yeah, there's a lot of open water wherever there's current. It seemed every frozen body of water that we found, if there was really any kind of flow, it was uh, open water and looking really sketchy. So you just want to be careful of any uh, inlets, outlets, and springs uh, in those areas that you fish on. And, and even always the take deep your lake. buddies. Mm -hmm. The deep lakes, like we were getting reports off of uh, Houghton Lake, because you know it's tip up town time. And uh, there were guys in the bays catching fish, and they said they were seven, eight inches of ice. But, you know, some moron figured out a way to put his Jeep through the ice. Nice. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> so uh, there's always those guys out there that are going to make the news and uh, not in a good way. I remember you so, sent me that link on the DNR officer that rescued that one guy that fell in over by yeah. uh, Grant, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been, there's been too mm -hmm. many stories, guys, about people getting rescued or people. Fortunately, I haven't heard of any deaths this year yet, but people getting wet, that ain't what's supposed to happen. And uh, we, we like to encourage you to take your spud, take your buddy, take your throw rope, mm -hmm. get your floating suit on, you know, be careful about it. You know, I think the biggest one, Take a buddy. Take somebody with you. And until you're pretty sound on the ice, be really, really careful, guys. It's it's a strange year. Uh, I want you to be safe and uh, hear your stories the next time we run into you and stuff. So be really, really safe about that. And a lot of times when you get out there, that ice is really freaking slick. So if you've got some kind of crampons, boot chisels, katulas, whatever uh, you got, even if you've got to use those nasty axe tracks, <laughs> do something so you don't slip and fall because, that, well, one, it hurts, and two, you could go through. So be smart about that. Now, as far as the bite was, I found it to be a meat-only day. I tried plastic just for a bit. And they were not that aggressive. Yeah, uh, same here. I stuck to meats that day. And when you could find one, you could get them to bite. But there just wasn't any size to them. And even yeah. looking around on the live scope, I didn't find any bass or pike. And we covered a lot of water. But there's a lot of water at Mitchell to go cover. So and there were a lot of tip-ups out there. And saw mm -hmm. no action on the tip-ups. Uh, so... Keep plugging away, guys. Uh, I did. It was a fairly bright, overcast day. And so I started out uh, just using a, a Fire Tiger and, uh, you know, greenback, glow belly. And I was having pretty good success with that. And I thought, well, I'm going to dial it up a little bit. I went to a glow bloody nose and uh, was not getting the hits. So I had to go back to something a little darker. A little more contrast under the ice, and then we were back into catching. Just, I mean, I went up in size. I went down in size of a jig. I tried one spike, two spike. It didn't matter. I heard and got reports at other parts of the lake that some guys were catching them. I didn't hear of anybody just slaying them. Um, I don't know what you've been reading stuff, but it's... It's it's still a little bit weird early ice. Yeah, 
it's going to settle in once we get that colder weather and we'll get on them. Just, just get out there and we'll get the machines out there and just cover more water and some different bays of that lake because, uh, it'll be safe enough for wheels. Get out yeah, there that and was cover our, that water. That was our battle cry all day was, man, if we only had wheels out here on the ice, take the side by side or the quad and run around. And we really didn't see anybody running and gunning. We just saw them hauling their stuff out, setting up a shanty, and, and uh, enjoying a wonderful day on the ice. I talked to some guys that uh, they were up to uh, Portage Lake, up kind of up there north of uh, Whitehall. And they were telling me that they were catching dinks as well. And they were just getting out on the bays and uh, there on the lake. And uh, the one guy, my friend RB, he said he got one inch bluegill, <laughs> saved his day. He felt better. He wasn't going to cry. Uh, but guys, it, it's rough when it gets down to that. But some days, that's what happens. And that's why they call it fishing, not catching. Oh, yeah. Just got to keep putting in the time, and eventually you'll find them out there on Mitchell. They're just not in their same haunts as they were last year, and that's where we tried to start. And we caught fish, just no size. But those bigger schools are out there running around somewhere, and that can go with any lake. Well, thank goodness, uh, last couple of days, depending on where you live in the state of Michigan, we've seen some snow. For yes. a while there, I was afraid I was going to have to get the lawnmower out and cut grass. That's yeah, nice waking up to seeing snow instead of rain up here. It's, it's like uh, Pete. Yeah, when I picked stuff up, I was like, wow, there's snow at your house. And as we drove north, the snow disappeared. And we were like, uh-oh. Then we got to the Cadillac area, and they had snow again. And yeah. uh, so we were very happy to get the gear out of the truck and uh, take, a, take quite the walk out on the lake. It was a jaunt, to say the least. Now, we did get to try some of the new lures. I know, uh, Steph, you had the... Uh, the clown. The clown, the new electric clown from K&E on there. Yep. And uh, the psychedelic, uh, whatever it is, clown. Uh, I have not got one of those out of the box yet. Uh, been waiting to try and get in, hook into some bigger fish and pull those out. Man, there's just so many selections. And I just said, well, Steph's not killing them on that. I'm going to try something different because we just felt it was a day to throw a variety at them and see if anything produce this a little more i was pretty consistent on the clown glow and that electric chicken they both they both worked yeah i was doing good with the fire tiger but not so good with bloody nose um i didn't try anything else because you know hey they were biting they just mm -hmm. they weren't big so i played the size game i went up in size jig and found nothing bit I went down and actually less bites than I did on the jig I started with. And just to give you guys a reference, I started with a 12. I went up to a 10, went down to a 14. Had the 16s in the box just in case. But uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a big test them out day. And every time Steph looked over at me, I'm tying something new on because I was not giving up. I don't know. Switch it up. Try it out. I was sticking with the, I believe I had the, the 12s on. 
that day. And for that big a jig to get ate by that small a fish, I was like, what the heck? How'd you get this in your mouth? Yeah, like, I'm going to have to do some analysis on that. And a, a one inch bluegill on a 12 jig. <laughs> Something don't seem right with that. Mm-hmm. But guys, hey, we got a cold beer in hand and uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to give you a little bit more news. What's going on out there in the world. Uh, also got a couple of products to talk about and, uh, we'll be right back. So keep your stick on the ice. Guys, when you're out on the ice, do you protect your eyes? Liam, I ice guys have partnered with Costa Del Mar sunglasses made in America, made by hand, the thinnest glass technology for sunglasses, hundred percent UV protection. We love our coasts so much, we took them to Finland to the world's. They allowed us to see where other people had been drilling before, protected our eyes in the blowing snow, and kept us looking good on the ice. Made in America, Costa Del Mar sunglasses. Get them online, get them at a local retailer near you. Remember, tell them the MI Ice Guys sent you and you need the best. And we're back. Hey guys, uh, yeah, with it, last segment we got to chat about our uh, recent uh, success at finding ice, but not the big fish. Mm-hmm. But uh, we thought we'd chat a little bit about a few new items that we've uh, found out there on the world of equipment because, of course, we've had time to go shopping. And look at all Online, the goodies. Online, everywhere, nothing to do. And uh, what I thought we'd start out with is, Steph, you made some mods to your uh, jet sled. Uh, yeah, I made a, some modifications to the jet sled so I could keep my, uh, instead of having the Garmin right in the bottom of the sled, I made this little platform in the back out of some, some plywood. Yeah, and, and you go right edge to edge, and what is it, about a foot, 15 inches? Yeah, she's about the a back of the sled or such? Yep. Like the back third, or I don't even know that, maybe a quarter of it, really. It's a pretty good size jet sled. It's the, the standard size jet sled. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I made a yeah, couple brackets back there to hold the one to hold the auger and one to hold the live scope arm. So they stay separated when they're bouncing along going down the ice. And I put a divider in the front so they can't touch one another because you don't want your blades coming in contact with those expensive life scope uh transducers to get rather expensive real right quick. and i'll tell you one of the things i really liked about it was that the fact that when you set your drill down now i know everybody's got a different drill for everything but uh when you set your drill in there and the auger shaft rides in the little cradle that you made mm-hmm. the battery touches the deck so it's not suspended it's not corking on oh. the chuck or yep. anything like that that was really pretty cool uh one of the other things that i really liked about how you did that is you put a couple of eyelets on there on the outside so you could bungee everything right on so you don't have a yard sale going out across mm-hmm. the ice yeah you can run the bungee across the when i'm in hunting mode i just got the bungee across the garmin keeping the lid on that soft pack open so it's not covering up my screen. And then when I'm in transportation mode coming off the ice, the bungee will go around the live scope arm and the drill. 
and keeps everything in its home. Yeah. So when you hit those rough patches and ruts going up the ramp, you're not uh, losing yep. anything expensive. And then on the front of the the back platform there, I put a, a grab bar, a little handle, and I put a handle on the front of the sled. So it's not awkward to pick up. You can grab it right in the middle and the front. You have two handles and pick it up and right in the truck you go. Yeah, it was it was really easy when we were loading and stuff. And that was really handy. And what I also liked is that there was plenty of space in the middle for your bucket, throw anything else down in on the floor. There's even room underneath to tuck under that back deck mm -hmm. if you wanted to, I don't know, a big set of mittens or uh, you know, some snacks or some drinks or whatever you want to put back there. Yeah, I usually tuck my auger cover and stuff underneath there when I'm out there riding along on the ice. And, and I'm, I'm not taking the cover on and off, obviously, but when I put it away, I will. Yeah, if you've listened to us for a while, you know that we're big fans of the, uh, as we've coined the phrase, ice guivering, hmm. of engineering up our own solutions. And boy, we, I saw a few guys out there that had some very impressive uh, rigs, uh, various rod holders uh auger holders there was one guy he had some high-rise sled deal that was <laughs> two feet off the ice i'm like man you must be prepared for some big powder buddy <laughs> well that uh, thing was like almost three feet off the ice i thought that thing was like crazy it was big it was like big. a tall tall ski rig for real deep snow maybe he's planning to go to the up <laughs> well i want to go with him but heck yeah the, it, yeah, it was quite the adventure out there, and we saw some interesting rigs, a lot of hub. Oh, yeah, lots of hubs this year. And uh, quite a few of the big double-wides. Yeah, pretty popular as the prices came down quite a bit on those hubs, as we saw at uh, the DNR Sports Show. Yeah, and there were a few of the, you know, non-brand name yeah, Amazon flip knockoffs yep. over there. And, yeah, plenty of flip-overs, two-man, single-mans. Otters, Eskimos, we saw them all. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys out there in Mitchell with the with the shelters and stuff, and and there were us guys, uh, you know, in the big suits that we just got to remember to turn our backs to the wind. Yeah, stay Pretty a little more mobile. They give us good landmarks. I'm like, well, you see the hotel on the left and the hotel on the right. <laughs> those double, oh, those double pop ups. I just call them hotels. Oh, there was one guy that there was a double wide eskimo and oh, another one and on the end singles on the ends <laughs> i'm like boy they're having a party i was like okay pete mm -hmm. we get thirsty we're heading over there because i got a suspicion they got something but nope. uh <laughs> yeah well when they packed up they must have had it all uh consumed yeah because they took off well, I'll tell you, talking about the ice gathering solution, one of the things I've been working on are ice angels. Oh, now, yeah. ice angels, for those of you who don't want what they are, they are a metal fold-out anchor that slides down in your hole, and when you pull on it to anchor your shelter or whatever, they bite into the sides of the hole. Now, I know there's guys out there going, oh, I just take a piece of conduit or two by four and I shove it down through the hole. The idea behind the ice angel is that you just reach down to the bottom of the hole. Uh, you know, some years and in the UP, the ice is a bit thicker. 
and you want a solution that's not going to go all the way, that you don't have to reach three feet down. Or like when we were in Kazakhstan, uh, those mm -hmm. babies, uh, four foot a hole. My mm -hmm. arm's not that long. Uh, but these ice angels, were, make, we're cutting them out of stainless steel. They just kind of wing out. And I know they're commercially available, but the problem is, is they're only commercially available for eight-inch holes. And uh, we saw our share of big augers out there on the ice this weekend. And uh, when you're pulling one-inch bluegill, I don't need to burn the battery time to blow an eight or ten-inch hole <laughs> in the ice. Uh, I appreciate so. those that did because I did walking along. I stick my live scope down, look around. I'm like onto the next hole. Yeah, Steph like, needs a six inch. I need, yeah. I I carry a five because I'm not carrying that big live scope. And uh, as I've said many a times, a keeper crappie can't turn around in a five inch hole. Mm. So that was a big thing that we got going. Um, what else were we talking about that was kind of some new stuff out there? Well, we got that new plastics from uh, Dark. Dark, Dark Angel. Tackle. Yep. Yeah, we ran into, I found him on the net, and I've been talking back and forth with him. We're going to hopefully have him on an upcoming podcast. He's in Buchanan, Michigan, mm -hmm. and uh, he's got his own plastics set up. And uh, from what I've gathered, he got into it because all of his buddies couldn't find the colors in the shapes they wanted so uh he's got a number of colors and we're going to try and get him on the show and talk about those number colors and uh shapes and he's it, got quite the collection out there and yeah, find man. out if we can i'm going to invite him to go fishing with him stuff uh, he's yeah. going to come fishing with us yeah he's not far away no that'd he's be great they got his baits up at uh, Six Lakes up there at Saddler's, over at Parsley's in Nuevo, up by me here. I mean, they got him cleared down St. Joe. So he's got him in a lot of stores, too, but you can also get him online. Yeah, so uh, we're looking forward to getting into that. I got to tell you guys the story about the new Norfin Extreme 5 floating suit. <laughs> well, we got our USA Ice Team suits, and it's this... Negative 45, 45. 50, I don't know. It, Celsius yeah. suit. And we got underwear with it, and we got a liner with it. Well, I decided, okay, it's just barely below freezing when we went out last weekend up there to Mitchell. And I said, I'm going to wear the new suit. But I just slipped on some sweatpants underneath and a T-shirt and a hoodie. Put on my new suit. I never sweated so much <laughs> in the winter in my life. This thing is rated for like Kazakhstan. Mm -hmm. Well, we were warm enough in the last one. Exactly. In the threes. So, you know, if you get a new suit, man, do a little test drive and know what you need for uh, undergarments. I think the rest of the year I'm going to be in... Uh, you know, cargo shorts and a t-shirt underneath that suit if I'm wearing the big black extreme five. Yeah, you're thankful the sun wasn't out to heat you up. Oh, you yeah. Already. To boot, the suit is black. Mm -hmm. They got us black <laughs> and red. So we're going to be solar powered this year, boys. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
it's I know it's when you when you got back one. to the tr- when you got back to the truck, you were just a steaming hot mess. <laughs> well, I took steam my, was rolling off you. Yeah, as I'm taking this stuff off, I'm dying. You know, That's and I'm like, like <laughs> Steph's like giggling at me. I'm like, I'm dying over here, man. Trying to get out of that stuff. I was about ready to strip to skivvies. But uh, I think it'll float too. It 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 seems to have good ratings, and everybody keeps bragging about it. But it is a thick, warm, warm suit. Between that and my uh, Norfin uh, boots that I had on, mm-hmm. holy smokes, I was toasty. So if you guys are looking for a good warm suit, those are out there. Uh, the Norfins. They're available like several different places. I think Amazon even carries them. I know Amazon carries the boots, mm-hmm. and they're just awesome. So I guess we get to put our plug in since they gave us suits. Yes. But, uh, you know, we, we keep on the lookout for new things. We're always uh, specking out what we might be able to use and on the lookout for new lures or anything else. So if you see something, drop us a line. You can jump right on the uh, MI Ice Guy's website and utilize that Ask an MI Ice Guy. And that'll work for telling us about something new or just asking us a question about something you might have saw or tip or trick or whatever. And it'll mail a bunch of us and we'll try our best to get you as many answers as we can to uh, give you our opinions on what we think will catch you more fish. For sure. So we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, USA Ice and uh, the upcoming trip to Estonia this year for the World Championships. Hey, guys. Jazz here from the MI Ice Guys. I want to talk to you about K&E Stopper Lures, especially the Scandia line of tungsten jigs. I've been having a great time fishing with these this year and last year. The new colors are awesome. Check them out. Get out there to your local sporting goods shop and look for that blue packaging with yellow text on it. Pick up a Scandia lure or 10. It's a whole lot of fun to fish with. They're bright, they're durable, and good stuff. Hey guys, Chaz and Steph here. Uh, talking a little hard water fishing, but not in the Great Lakes State. Uh, across the pond. Across the pond. COVID and all the people freaking out about COVID and all the governments telling you couldn't go anywhere because of COVID is finally starting to tame down. Mm-hmm. And uh, so USA Ice Team is traveling to Estonia. Yes. Part two, yeah. Estonia. That's where we're headed to. We're flying into Tallinn, Estonia, out of uh, Amsterdam. So about two hours, two and a half hour drive from there to where we're staying. So not too bad. We've had worse. So for those of you that are reaching for your phone to Google where Estonia is, it's just over the Baltic Sea from uh, Finland. Yeah, it's right across from just south of there. Well, just north of there is Helsinki, Finland. So we're just across the bay from there. And, uh, you know, 
couple countries north, just north of any of there, and uh, Latvia and such. So that part of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, so far, uh, have you heard, Steph? How many teams are going to be there this year? I, I think eleven right now is what I heard, but okay. I haven't seen anything official yet from them. I've but seen I'm announcements working. for uh, Mongolia. Uh, obviously Estonia, uh, I think Romania is going USA, of course. Yeah. Poland, Poland, Norway, Sweden, Finland, Finland. Sweden. Yeah. Uh, Lithuania, I think is in, yeah, uh, I would assume Latvia is in. Yes. Uh, but, uh, some of those countries over there are a little closer to the troubled parts of the world. Not sure if we're going to see those guys this year. No, probably not. I know we definitely won't be seeing Russia or Belarus because they both got, I don't know, some kind of like a ban or something from FIPSID. And, but they just followed suit with like the National Olympic Committees and that uh, whole group, which like said they couldn't compete in the Olympics, so they couldn't compete in this sport neither, so. And Ukraine's got enough troubles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. So without getting into a whole bunch of politics, we're going to see a few of uh, a few of the old friends out there and such. Yeah. And should be a should be a, a good year. So um, who we got fishing for us here this year, Steph? Oh, we got this year we got Chad Schaub, Keith Niffen, uh, Ben Bleegan, Thomas Jessup, and Nick Schertz. And cool. our alternate will be uh, Kevin Kowalski. Awesome. And uh, you our, and uh, Captain, Captain Myron, Myron. Lead, the, lead the yep. team right in, eh? Oh, yeah. We're flying out the 18th. And you're giving us a ride to the airport. Bless your heart. <laughs> yes, guys. I am <laughs> not going to get to travel this year. A uh, few things all lined up and everything. And I got obligations here in Michigan. And uh, decided yeah, that and... Uh, I had a little back trouble when I had to make up my mind and said, nope, going to wait, uh, play on the side of caution. So I will be your stateside correspondent, mm -hmm. and uh, we will do our best to get information from the guys while they're over there fishing and uh, get some updates. I know Steph, uh, he'll probably be posting to the Facebook page Yeah, on the MI yep. Ice guys and uh, – uh, Trust that uh, you probably get on uh, USA Ice and see what's going on as well on their Facebook page. And whatever he sends me back, I will get on the USAiceteam.org website. And, and share. Uh, we'll share as much as we can about how things are going. And obviously, after the fact, we'll have a wrap-up show because I believe you come home on the 27th. Uh, yeah. Monday the 27th, you fly back. Yeah, I think we get in the evening there, so. Yeah, into so. Grand, into Grand Rapids. No Chicago yes. this time, buddy. <laughs> and he's like, sure, I'm not traveling this time. You're flying out of Grand Rapids. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> oh, well. That worked out that way, so that was, that's a blessing, because that drive from Chicago home is, that's a brutal, after all that's that flying. Brutal. Yeah. And it, it seems like with delays and everything, we never get in early mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So uh, have you heard anything about ice conditions over there? 
Uh, yes, they have good ice, so that's a bonus, and they've, they've been out fishing, obviously. The lake itself is about 20 miles long, north to south, and about 8 miles wide. Very shallow body of water, and we'll find out where the zones are when we get there. I did download the Davionics app for the lake, so I do have that on the uh, Baltic. I think it was like 34 bucks for me to download and have access to those lakes, and that'll help. Uh, Uncle Myron and I do our planning, and it might give us a little information, at least more than what we had when we started. Well, tell all the guys to buy you a beer for buying the Navionics. Or two or three. Or two or three. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, it's it, it sounded really exciting that uh, I think it's going to be a good thing getting it back going. Uh, you know, last year, USA couldn't go because – venue changes and time changes and all kinds of things going on for i guess the last three years between covid well, the, last, and so the last two years has been covid delays or issues because you had to like quarantine for two weeks and people just can't take that kind of time off to do that kind of thing and the the three years back it was because we'd have no ice that year and at the last minute they moved it over to one of the nordic countries and we couldn't get flight changes to get our butts to the other country to actually compete because we had non-refundable tickets and it was a, it was a fur ball. So. Yeah. And most of these countries, uh, probably with the exception of Mongolia and the U S mm -hmm. can just jump on a train. Oh yeah. I don't think Kazakhstan's coming this year. Yeah. I think they're a little too close they in got, with the, the mess yeah, of countries. They got, yeah. They have a little term turmoil going on. But, uh, so, no, it's promising to be a good year. Uh, as we mentioned, they got some uh, new uh, black and red suits that uh, are going to make for some uh, good photos this year. And uh, see the guys out there on the ice. And uh, you said you already get working deals for with some of the other countries to get a good line on bait. Yeah, been working with, uh, oh, what was it? Oleg's from over there. Oleg's yep. is hooking us up on some good bait from uh, Latvia and Lithuania. So, and Norman's, you remember Norman's from Latvia? Norman's. He's given us a hand with stuff too. So that's been really helpful. So we got yeah, lots Oleg of friends and, over there. Oleg and uh, Norman's both uh, are associated with a bait or a sporting goods company over there. And so they've got all the connections. And so we have options when uh, instead of just having to go with whatever the uh everybody else is getting we have secret weapons and uh now we're in the planning stages of probably somewhere along the us 10 line of uh picking a lake and uh, we got some ideas we're not going to tell everybody where it's at uh we don't need them crowding in to do some practicing so if you're fishing around the, the next few weeks, uh, especially on a weekend, and you see a whole bunch of guys kneeling on the ice and a couple of big guys yelling at them, uh, feel free to say hi, but uh, you know, try not to interrupt. We're probably going to be doing some timed heats and some weight heats and things like that to try and get, get some, boys some practice in. Boys some practice in because you know, we haven't traveled in three years. Yeah. So these guys are itching to get going and get some time in on their uh, palm rods. I know Jessup's been fishing with nothing but his palm rods. 
He's already broke three of them. He's like, you got any more? And I'm like, yeah, I got more. Don't worry. I'll hook you up. <laughs> well, I know you'll be shopping for uh, plenty when you get there, too. There's always oh, yeah. a few of the guys selling them. I, I know that uh, the last time I went with you guys, I got a great deal on some from the Lithuanian guys. So uh, it's it's a uh, if you guys haven't tried a palm rod before, I know we got some articles there and some videos on the website and YouTube and Facebook too. If you look at USA Ice, and uh, it's really a super super sensitive way to catch fish and. When you go to the world tournaments, you never know what kind of fish they're going to put you on. A lot of countries will put you on uh, real small fish to keep it the pack really tight. Because, mm -hmm. you know, each fish is only, you know, four or five grams sometimes, maybe 20, 30. Get lucky, yeah. you might get a big fish. But, you know, you got to be able to handle a super, super sensitive bite. Yeah, and, and there are bream out there in this lake, too. Now, for those of you who don't know, bream looks like a big sheep's head. Yeah. And uh, we can firsthand tell you it smells worse <laughs> than a sheep's head. <laughs> now, I've never tasted a sheep's head, but I don't want to taste the bream ever again. Once was enough. <laughs> Once was enough. Uh, I know a couple of guys that got suckered into a second time. Ah, yeah. There's 31 species of fish live in this lake, so... Lots of stuff, perch, pike, sauger, white perch. We got a roach in there, obviously, as we're planning on being the main targeted species, probably going to be roach. But those bream can get mixed in there, too. So some of the guys are wondering if they should bring a bigger auger just in case. And I'm like, you might want to, you know, be prepared. Well, we know a couple of guys have uh, done the peanut trick where you put two holes that connect together. Yeah. To get a big fish out. Now that's a really quite a challenge when you got a fish hooked to not cut that little line when you're drilling a second hole. So uh that it's there's some challenges to it, and uh it's something that we do enjoy talking about, but uh, we're not gonna get into too much about it here today. But we'll have some stories when the guys get back, and hopefully we'll have some stories from the practice upcoming practices when those happen. And uh, probably when the guys get back, we'll start having some information about possibly, if you're interested in competing, how you can get involved with USA Ice if you mm -hmm. think you got what it takes. So uh, I think that's about what we got for the show today. Yeah. Think of anything we missed stuff? I can't think of anything. Wish us the best of luck over there. Appreciate it. Yeah, and we wish you guys safe fishing as you get out on the ice. Uh, mm -hmm. Be super, super careful uh, as you go out. Take a partner. Always take a partner and take your safety equipment. Well, I'm Chaz. And I'm Steph. We're the MI Ice Guys. We'll be back at you after we go fishing again, I think. See yep. you soon.